0: Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.
1: This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know, football season has arrived. Coming up on today's show, we're going to cover some strategies to help you score in retirement. We're going to touch on the latest financial news and more. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss the opening kickoff.
2: Hey, welcome in, everyone. This is Cruising Through Retirement, and I am joined by Kevin Brooker. My name's Steve Siddall, and uh, Kevin, of course, has been helping folks get to and through retirement for more than 30 years. An investment advisor representative, you'll find him at Silverleaf Financial, and the website is silverleaffinancial.com. You can find more about Kevin, but you can also get a copy of his book, The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. It's a great read, and we'll talk about that, I'm sure, before the show is over. Hey, Kevin, what's going on?
1: Oh, hey, you know what? It is another beautiful day in sunny Arizona. And uh, yes, by all means, guys, go to the website, check it out. It's on the homepage of the website, silverleaffinancial.com. And uh, the book is free. You can just request it. I'll send it to you through, I can send you an ebook or I can send you an actual hard copy if you prefer. If you prefer. And for the record, we've got many other resources, you know, that can help you plan that retirement and to it successfully so you can retire comfortable, stress-free and doing whatever it is you like to do. So just check out the site, and we'll be happy to send you that information.
2: And now, are you ready for some football?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh, I've been waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. You know, I, you know, anyone knows me knows I, I'm a I'm a football fan. You know, so I watched the entire XFL season, followed by the entire USFL season.
2: Wow! <laughs> and, and now getting back and and to the NFL. In,
1: now we're looking forward to the, yes to the to the top dogs. The NFL is right around the corner, and uh, very much looking forward to it.
2: Have you got a team? Is it the uh,
1: is it the Cardinals? <laughs> At the risk of offending an Arizona fan here, um, the Cardinals are – it's kind of hard to – they're kind of tough to love, man. Yeah, I mean,
2: well, I understand. I'm a it, Minnesota Vikings fan. I understand.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? Minnesota had a great – I thought they had a great season last, last year. Last they and, did, uh, yeah. And, you know, and anybody watch if, – if anyone's a football fan out there, there's a series out there called Quarterback. And I strongly recommend It talks about, you know, Patrick Mahomes, of course, and then Kirk Cousins from the Vikings. And Marcus Mariota follows all three of these guys. Um, Mariota, of course, now is – God, where is he? He's with the Eagles now, for right. those of you listening. And uh, so it's a really good series for anybody that'd like to check it out, you know, so – Uh, It is a great time, great time of year to be a football fan.
2: So we thought we would kind of tie some football into retirement planning. And, uh, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job. We're going to we broke it down into uh, offense, defense and special teams, because those are all things that, that we need really in our own retirement planning. And so let's start with the offense. What do you think? I think that makes. I think that sounds great. All I think right. it sounds great. So we've got to be. We've got to be understanding of of where we are. In other words, what our goal is as far as an income goes.
1: Yes. Yes. No. No question. It's, and when we said that the financial offense, you know, it requires discipline and proactivity, right? Just just like being a football player, right? Right. And and so you want to have a, a strategy that aligns with your strengths, you know, so you can get down and you can score that touchdown, right? And and so to me. Starting off with income is is really one of the very uh, first things I like to do, and uh, it's important so that when we sit down, so what we're going to do, we're going to look at all of your assets, all your liabilities, right, what you have and what you owe, and then we're going to look at all of your income sources. Now, specifically, we're referring to retirement income sources, right, because we all know when we stop working, uh, that's the end of those those regular systematic paychecks, and so now you've got to find a, a way to replace that income so you can live the life that you want to live. And so I like to start off with income. I strongly recommend that you you get it from a guaranteed source so that you don't have to, so you don't have those headaches and that stress when you see the market crash, because we know it's going to crash. It always, it, it, it always does. We just never know when. And what you don't want to take a chance of guys is that you're just getting ready to retire or you're in the first or second year of retirement and you left all your money in the stock market and bam, it gets hit and you're down 30, 40, 50% that could completely derail your retirement and make you have to get back into the workforce. Well, so let's try and figure out a way we can get you a solid, dependable source of income, preferably guaranteed, and then we can invest from there. But I want to build the base knowing that you got that solid income that you need.
2: And once we've done that, then it's time to talk about that budget. In other words, we've got the income and now we have to make sure that all of our expenses are covered and you know, yes.
1: it might have to adjust accordingly for sure and you know and you know Steve a lot of people aren't they're, they're kind of surprised some I should say maybe half the people I talk to are surprised when I say you should have a budget in retirement and they're like what what the heck do I need that for you know and 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 so it's it's really to make sure that we keep our spending within the guidelines and within the parameters that we discuss that we set so if you say you need 5 grand a month or 4 grand or 10 grand or you know 50 grand a month whatever the number is we want to make sure you keep it within that number because if you don't you could blow up the entire retirement plan. And what that means is that you might not have enough money to do what you want. And so none, none of us want that. None of us want to be in a situation where we're 80 years old and we have to go back to work because you've been out of the workforce for so long. You know, it might be really hard to find a good job. Uh, so you might wind up working for minimum wage. Maybe I guess you can be a greeter at Walmart or something, um, you know, but, but is that the retirement you want is the question. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. If you if you enjoy being a greeter at retirement uh, at Walmart in your retirement, more power to you. All right, but I want the flexibility, and I think most people want to want the flexibility to decide if you want to work, but you don't have to work. And so, to me, that's the difference. Making sure you live within that budget, and then the plan is going to work beautifully. Sure.
2: I mean, again, that that makes perfect sense. So we've got uh, our income laid out. We've got well, you know, we've got our expenses covered with our budget, um, and then like you said, time to concentrate on maybe making that money grow a little bit further.
1: Yeah, you, you, that, that's something also that I, you know, I'm not necessarily one that says you should have no money in the market, you know, when you retire. Uh, in, but it all does come back. It, it, everything comes back to the individual client's decision. You know, the advisor is making recommendations, making suggestions. And I, as a fiduciary, I'm trying to recommend and suggest what what is in your best interest, not my best interest, not my company's but what's in your best interest. And so it's important that you look at these different vehicles uh, to see what they can do for you and to see how much risk they have. Right. Mm-hmm. Because obviously the stock market is definitely not without risk you a know, double negative there. So it has risk. Right. And, and you, you know, that going into it, but what a lot of people, you know, a lot of people say, well, doesn't the market make, you know, eight to 10% a year. And I say, well, yes, it does, but it's over really long periods of time. And so on a year to year basis, nobody really knows if the market's going to go up 20% or down 20% or up 30 or up 40 or down 30 or 40 and and so that's what is critical to me is that especially as you're ending retirement we talk about the financial red zone and and to me that's about the 10 years you know before you retire mm-hmm. which are very critical periods too uh, but once you retire those first four or five years if you spend more than you should and you have too much risk and you take a big loss it's it, it's uh, not going to be the retirement you wanted and we don't want to take that chance. So that's why I like to start off with income. Let's build the base so we know you've got the income that you need. And then if you want to take risk and you want to see, let's say, you know, 10, 12% returns, then to me that you, you, means you have to be in the stock market. All right. So we want to look at different asset classes. Because you want to, I like to think of it like a toolbox, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just use a hammer for every job that comes up. I wish you could. I mean, (laughs) I I I was right. Sometimes I wish you could too. You know, I guess you could try, um, but you need different tools in your toolbox to do different jobs. And it's the same thing with an investment, a retirement portfolio, different tools, different vehicles are going to do, are going to perform differently, right? Stocks are going to do one thing. Annuities will do another. A guaranteed interest rate will do yet another. I think you should have all of them. Um, but that's what we need to figure out is where you want to put, where do you want those eggs? Where do you want to put them? Sure. And so that's, uh, that's something that's very critical. I think you should spread it out like I do, like I suggest when you're younger, and I think that could really benefit you in retirement.
2: So that's relating to the, the offensive tips on, uh, you know, relating to football. Uh, diversity among asset classes, uh, that, that seems yes. logical, but again,
1: there's a little more to it than that. There, There is, there is. And one thing to look at, you know, whether you break down, if you're looking at asset classes, just keep it as simple as stocks and bonds. Um, what I would talk about, anyone that's listened to the show for a while would know that last year, and 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 early, not even going back a year, but for quite a while, when interest rates were so low, you know, going back a year, year and a half, two years, interest rates were barely above zero. I was saying how... You might, have to, you might have to find alternative vehicles for what would be typically the bond portion of the portfolio, mm-hmm. because a, a lot of us have heard about 60, 40 stock to bond portfolio. And we look at the historical returns, and those were based on periods of time, late 80s, early 90s, when interest rates were much higher than zero. And, and so the, that portion of the portfolio, if you had bonds in that period of time, it wasn't really making you much money. And and if you held long term bonds, if you had L- aggregate bonds, like a lot of people hold the aggregate bond index, uh, that's lost money now. You're down for the year now, and and so I think you need to be more um, more specific in terms of in terms of what you're going to own. I don't personally like the aggregate bond index in a period of rising interest rates, and I think it's a it's been a mistake for anybody to go there. Where I've been going is a shorter end of the yield curve, and and so when we diversify, we want to make sure. That we're weighing all the different choices and making sure we've got a good balance. Sure,
2: and that, and then we end up with just trying to build wealth, not trying to, but putting a strategy in place
1: to build that wealth as we go through retirement. For sure, right? Because you know, if you don't, if you don't build extra wealth, if you're just getting by, what are you going to do when inflation spikes again? Right? We've you're, you're seen inflation, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That, that's definitely one 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 route people take. Uh, you know, we've seen inflation jump, depending on how you measure it, where you want to go back to. Let, let's say it's up 20% in five years, just ballpark, I, I, depending on what you're looking at. Um, you, you know, and, and for a long, long time, I think a lot of people, a lot of Americans got lulled into a sense of security, thinking that inflation is always going to be, you know, 2% a year, because it was for a long time. Sure. Uh, and And then all of a sudden, boom, we see, you know, I've talked about egg prices, you know, doubling and then come back. And that was partly the, you know, partly the bird flu. Um, but the fact is, we don't know what's going to be the next event that causes inflation to spike, interest rates to spike, the economy to go into recession, go into depression. Who knows, right? And, and every time it happens, there, there tends to be a sense that, oh, this time it's different. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But what I'm here to say is that we can't predict it. Nobody can tell you when these things are going to happen. That's, that's why if you look back just this year, the beginning of 2023, end of 22, most of these very highly paid strategists and analysts on Wall Street, you know, Morgan Stanley is the biggest one, headed by a guy named Mike Wilson that's probably getting paid 5 or $10 million a year to help people figure out, they were bearish. They've been bearish all year long. And so they missed a huge rally. And, and so, and this is just months, this is the forecast for the next several months, Right. Mm-hmm. So if they can be wrong on a forecast for the next several months, then in my opinion, they definitely can be wrong when, when you're talking bigger periods of time. So you want to take all this, all these advice and these recommendations with a grain of salt and and prepare yourself for volatility if you're in the markets. and And if you can accomplish what you want to accomplish with a guaranteed interest rate. Maybe that's worth giving some thought to. Sure.
2: And uh, so in the, along with the line of uh, the theme of football, let's talk. So we talked some offensive strategies there. Well, now let's flip it around. And uh, I love the quote here from Bear Bryant. Offense sells tickets, but defense wins championships. Very true. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes, it is very true. Very true. And and uh, it's, but, it, but it's definitely on both sides of that, right? I mean, oh, offense of selling tickets. Who doesn't, who doesn't, any, any, any sports fan who doesn't like to see, you know, somebody throw a, you know, a 50 yard pass downfield or something. Right, of course. And uh, at, at the same time, I get just as excited when there's a fan, you know, court, we got a, we got a rush on the quarterback. They sack him for a 10 yard loss or something. Uh-huh. Um, I enjoy that just as much or an interception, you know, or a turnover. So defense wins championships because it completely can change the game, right? You get a turnover when they're cl- close to the other guy's end zone. You know, you can flip the game around really fast. Well, yeah, and so I think it's, you know, it's important that we are defensive. And and so I think, to me, starting off with an income strategy, start making that one of your first primary steps. It doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be step one, but I think it should be some in in the early steps. And to me, that's defensive because if you've got that income in place, and you know, hey, I've got all my bills covered. And by the way, I don't just recommend covering your bills in terms of how much they are now. If your bills are 4 grand a month right now, then I would suggest having 5 or 6 thousand a month in guaranteed income so that you can deal with inflation as it pops up. Cuz cuz you guys might know, if you're a married 65-year-old couple, there's a 50% chance that one of the two of you, one of you, will live to see 90. So we're talking about potentially a 25-year retirement, maybe longer. And and so I think in that scenario, 25 years. Think back 25 years. How much higher have prices gone? Oh my in the last 25 years, oh, it's, right, it's hard to keep track. It's hard to keep, and I'm getting. I'm best. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of those prices have doubled, right? And I, I know real estate prices have doubled oh my in Arizona. Gosh, yes. that's for, yeah, that's for sure. And it didn't take 25 years. No, so so we want to be be aware, you know, because. And the flip side of that, let's say you've got an extra 1500 bucks a month in income coming in. That's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't want to spend it or go, I don't know, go, go on a fit, do whatever it is. You go fishing, go golfing, go see the kids, go buy, you know, whatever it is that makes you happy. If you don't need it, that is a fantastic, that's sure. great. That's absolutely. Great. Now we can save it. We can reinvest it, right? Yeah. So, So I recommend having that hedge. In other words, having more income than you need, because that's going to give you the freedom and the flexibility. If you want to invest in stocks and try to get more growth to try to create more wealth, that'll give you the, the the basics, the backbone, the structure in which you can do it. And if it doesn't work out, you still have everything you need to pay your monthly bills and do what you want to do.
2: Man, I like the way you say that, Kevin. Um, So one of the things on defense is we got to have an emergency fund. We've got to be ready. I mean, we yes. got to have that.
1: And, and and this is something I'm hoping people put together in their 20s or 30s, by the way, Steve. Yep. Um, you, you should have an emergency fund. That should be one of the very first things you do as an investor starting off. That's why I say in your 20s. Um, that should be one of the first things. Anybody in your 20s, if you're listening, set up an emergency fund. It should be it, it should ideally about six months of expenses. If you're older, maybe you want to look more like 12 months of expenses. And, and as you're retired, uh, if you have the ability... If you're putting money in the stock market as well, some people would suggest maybe have like three years of expenses. And the reason is if you're a person that's planning to withdraw from a stock and a bond portfolio, right? If we go back to 2022, it's one of the worst years on record for, for that portfolio. Sure. So, so I, I per, it, it's very uh, undesirable to continue to withdraw from a portfolio that's going down in value because it is going to dilap, it's going to eradicate it that much quicker, right? Because it's going down in value from the markets and you're withdrawing from it. So that's going to mean your 4% withdrawal could turn into a 6%, which could turn into an 8% withdrawal, which means you're probably going to run out of money before you want to, all right? So if you're looking to go the route of having the stock and bond portfolio and you want to withdraw off that for retirement income, give yourself more flexibility by, by generating other sources of income that are guaranteed, or by having a reserve fund money market, you can get 5% in a money market right now. Sure. Totally liquid account, right? Yeah. So if if you're able to do that, put two or three years of money into that money market, you're earning a decent rate of interest on it. And if you're withdrawing from a portfolio and the portfolio gets hit, stop the withdrawals and switch and start withdrawing from the money market until the stock portfolio recovers. And then you can go back. But that'll give you the flexibility that you don't have to keep on withdrawing from it As it's losing value. Right.
2: All right. Again, that makes it makes logical sense. Folks, if you want to reach out to Kevin, uh, visit the website, silverleaffinancial.com. It's silverleaffinancial.com. You can also call him at 800-975-6717, 975 6717 We're going over some, some strategies uh, for, in, the, in the theme of football. Uh, we're on defensive strategies at this point, and we need to uh, create an estate plan. And boy, we've talked about that before. That feeds right
1: into your book as well. Oh, no, no question about it. And and I think it's, you know, I, I tell you what, guys, I have I have a picture of Vince Lombardi in my office. Wow. And it's got a it's got a quote talking about football. And he says winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing. You don't win once in a while. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit. Unfortunately, so is losing. And I think I think apologize for the noise. I think that it's important. That we stay focused and trying to put together the plan that is gonna best serve you, right? Regardless of what the coffee, you know, the talk around the coffee machine might be or or what your brother in law or somebody else says. Yeah. We need to focus on what's working best for you and your family, not what you know, what works for somebody else might not work for you. Right. Well, exactly. And, and, uh, you
2: know, so we're talking about some defensive strategies we talked about on the state plan. Um, and that again, gets us into long-term care options. That's a defensive move move as well. And a really important one to
1: talk about at least. It is. And you know, that's, and, and that's when I would point everybody, if you're interested in long-term care, you, by all means, request my book. I'm happy to send it to you free of charge. There's no obligation. There's no cost. All right. But I can show you in the book. Um, and it's not a bad read. It's a little, roughly a hundred pages and and we've got some strategies in there where we talk about how you can use your existing assets and I can show you how to position them that if you need long-term care that you can do it on a tax-free basis right so you can use pre-tax money to pay for long-term care and i believe the provision in the code right now is up to it's over 10,000 a month maybe 11 or 12,000 a month now that you could actually get from one of these plans tax-free OK, so that if just calculate 20 or 25 percent tax wherever you are in that in that on the tax bracket, that's a pretty significant savings just by structuring it properly. And the nice thing about it is that if you don't use it, you don't lose it. That's right? so it important.
2: That,
1: right. And, and there's so many policies like the traditional long term care, which I always I always like to remind everybody, you know, because because it's so funny to me, Steve, that people sometimes you talk about long term care insurance and they say, well, what if I don't need it? I'm just that's just wasted money. And I said, well, what about the insurance on your home? What about the insurance on your car? Do you think about that the same way? And 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 and, and, and most people, I don't know it, it. Then then people usually sit back in their chair and they get a little quiet, as though they hadn't thought about it that way. But right. the fact is, right? We all, we most of us, pretty much all of us, pay for auto insurance and we pay for homeowners insurance. And I, I can't tell you how long it's been since I've had a claim on either one. Years and years and years. Mm-hmm. So, does that mean it was foolish? Does that mean it was a bad decision buying that insurance? Because, uh, in my opinion, the answer is no. No, mine too. Because, right? Because when something happens, you know, when an emergency happens, a horrible storm rips the roof off your house, you know, you can't go buy insurance after it happened, right? You can't buy insurance after you after some knucklehead, you know, t-bones you in an intersection. If only, <laughs> <laughs> If you'd be nice, right? But you have to be prepared ahead of time, right? And and that's like. You know, that's like, that's like the old thing. Uh, You know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. Okay. So it, it looking back hindsight, perfect, right? Mm -hmm. We buy insurance to offset the risk. You pay for the auto insurance, the homeowner's insurance, maybe life insurance. I'm sure you have medical insurance, right? Well, what if you don't need it? Do you think you wasted your money? And, and so I, I question that logic, right? And, and so if I can show you a way I can show you long-term care insurance, how about if we wrap it with a life insurance policy? This is one thing I'm considering right now for myself and my wife personally. Uh, I'm looking at and I'm evaluating hybrid life insurance policies. And what I like about them is that you have a death benefit that'll pay coverage. If you know something happens to me, my wife will get a chunk of money tax-free from the death benefit. But if something comes up that we need some sort of long-term care, it could be in the home. Okay, it doesn't have to be a confinement. It could be in the home, which is where everybody wants to stay as long as they can. So it could be in the home, it could be a facility, it could be, it could be confinement, doesn't matter. Some of the best policies out there, they, they call them cash indemnity policies. And that means that they, the company sends you a check. All right. It, it, so in other words, you don't have to deal with receipts and expenses and proving what you paid and then they reimburse you. After, they just send you the money. And, and if they send you the money, if they're sending you, I don't know, three grand and you only need 2000 for expenses, you keep the other $1,000, bucks. All right. And and so it does reduce the ultimate death benefit, but it's there if you need it, all right? And it's on a, we can do it on a tax-free basis, and if you don't need it, it'll go back to your spouse or your beneficiary when you pass, and you know what? If you change your mind, you want your money back, you can cash it out and take your cash back out of there too. So wow. there's a lot of flexibility, and I think people should look into that, look into these things, because long-term care is, I believe, the single biggest risk to the finances of a retired person.
2: Boy, you don't have to convince me of that. I mean, I just, you read too many stories and, and the horror stories that people have to go through to, to just, you know, say goodbye to a loved one. It's not it's not a pleasant thing.
1: No, it's terrible. I, I personally think we treat our animals, we treat our dogs with much more care and respect and give them a much more dignified death than we do humans. I, um, yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I think the, the fact, I, I think there's been... You know, a little I'll get off topic a little bit, but I, it bothers me that there's so much focus in the medical and scientific community on just extending life as opposed to increasing the quality of life. You know, I don't I don't want to be living like a vegetable in a bed or sitting in a wheelchair all day long while, while the nurse pushes me up and down the hallway. Oh. I don't think that's any quality of life at all. I'd, I'd rather get euthanized. And, <laughs> right. Unfortunately, not yeah. really an option. No, it's really not. I, I guess there there are some states that there's there's a possibility, you know. But I just I, 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 I look at the money people spend in nursing homes. I've had relatives going to nursing homes, and they're not they're not fun places. They're not pleasant places. They they they're they're gonna cost a fortune. And I, I don't know. I just I, I just keep hoping we'll come up with a better solution and start focusing more. Medically on on increasing the quality of somebody's life. I don't I don't want to live to a hundred if I'm not going to be in in you know have, have decent shape and still know what the heck is going on in the world. Right. Exactly. I, I'd rather you know I'd rather go at I don't know eighty five and have and be good until I go. And so none, nonetheless it it's it, it's a difficult um, it can be a difficult situation. And um, but on that note, if you are as you're planning for long term care, if you if you're worth if you've got at least a million dollar investment portfolio. You may be able to self-insure for long-term care, all right? But let me give you an update on the cost, guys. I have clients right now that are in these facilities, Uh, you know, the ones where they have independent living in one area, assisted living, and then they have uh, what they call memory care, all right? So this client right now, uh, she's paying $6,500 a month for independent living. And she's paying ten thousand a month for her husband that had to move into that had to move into memory care. Wow.
2: That can't so, go on for it's... too many months and and them not notice. Oh no. You oh know? no.
1: It it you know, luckily they're they've they've done well, they've been clients of mine for a long time, and and we we've seen some good returns. So they're in good shape, they can afford it for a long time, actually. Um, but but it's just I mean, almost seventeen thousand dollars a month. Yeah. You're talking man. what's that, two two hundred grand a year, roughly? Something like um, that. I mean, it's just just—it's an enormous amount of money, guys. And, and so I definitely recommend take a look at it. Medicare or Social Security or Medicaid, it's, it's not going to pay for a very long time. It's, it's what is it, 60 days maybe? Um, but it's a very short period of time after that. You're on the hook for it. And, and so I think it's important to, to have some sort of a plan so that if it does come up, you can deal with it and you can afford it because it is going to impact. Uh, they say it's going to impact 70% of the population. So you've got better than 50-50 odds that Holy you might cow. need long-term care.
2: Well, so let me ask you this. You talked about, you said you're going to set this up for you and your wife. So is that a joint policy? Is that individual policies, one for you, one for and, her?
1: No, you know what? It's it's um, there, there, there are some companies out there, A-plus rated companies, by the way, uh, that have a policy where I can just get it on my life as a single life. So it'll be life insurance, on me, that'll pay out a death benefit when I go. Mm-hmm. Um, but the long-term care side of it is available for me or my spouse. Oh, and, wow. And it's in-home. Okay, it applies to in-home. Just like I said, it's an indemnity policy because I don't want personally, I don't want, I don't want to deal with reimbursements. I don't want to be no. filling out tons and tons of paperwork, proving this cost so much, and then they reimburse based on that. No, I want a cash indemnity policy so that once I qualify, boom, they're automatically sending me that extra money every month They don't need to see any bills. They don't ask to see any bills. Once I qualify, meaning a person can't perform two out of six activities of daily living. That's how you qualify. A doctor signs off on it. You send the proof to the insurance company and they start sending in the money. And so that's what i'm looking at cuz this uh, that's what i like about it Steve, is because it'll it, it's good for it'll cover both me and my wife
2: wow uh, folks if that sounds interesting or sounds something like you should get uh, now's the time to give kevin a call it's 800-975-6717 or visit the website silverleaffinancial.com you know kevin I, as you know i work with advisors all over the country and you are the only one that mentions this in this particular way
1: oh well, hey, well i appreciate it. I appreciate you pointing that out, Steve. Yeah. You know, these other guys, these other, these other advisors need to check it out too.
2: Well, that's what I tell them. I, so I, I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm their
1: messenger. <laughs> it, it, no, it, it's, you know, well, if you think about it, if you, if you look at Medicare, right, most people are on Medicare when they retire. And most people, most of my clients have a Medicare supplement policy. Most affluent people, you know, I'm going to say middle class and above or upper middle class and above are going to choose a Medicare supplement policy instead of Medicare Advantage because a Medicare supplement policy can be used anywhere in the country and you don't have a network that you have to go to in order to in order to qualify. And so what I'm getting at is a lot of the medicare supplement policies is the good ones, they'll cover virtually all of your out of pocket expenses. And so you can set up a good medicare supplement policy with your regular medicare and virtually all of your medical expenses are covered. So you know that's not a big risk is what I'm getting at. So imagine if we've got all your income taken care of, you've got an extra 1000 bucks a month or 2 grand a month coming in from income guaranteed, we've got that covered. Now you want to look at long-term care because the Medicare and Medicare supplement will cover health conditions, but they won't cover confinement and they won't cover home health care for more than, like I said, I need to refresh myself. I think Medicare will cover 60 days Mm -hmm. of skilled nursing care, but I believe that's, I believe that's it. So it's, it, um, for the record, most guys, uh, need long-term care for a little over two years and the average woman needs it for a little less than three years. So, Two months is not going to go very far.
2: Not not so much. All right, so we're uh, we're talking football, and and that that certainly what we were going over there is a, a pretty interesting strategy. And you know, I I know that you are a big fan, uh, Kevin, and and uh, you watch the series on HBO, Hard Knocks. Oh
1: uh, yes, that is kind of hard Any, to really, it. really anything about football I can watch. I'm watching.
2: Oh yeah. So uh, this is a this is a clip from that show, and uh, it's uh, Carl Nasib. Is I saying that right?
1: Naseeb, yes. Nasib.
2: Uh, so he is a former defensive end for Cleve- the Cleveland Browns. He was talking to uh, former teammate Miles Garrett uh, about financial adv- financial advisors, and and he's, he's got some pretty interesting
0: perspectives. We got a lot of money right now, right? This is the easiest equation to make you rich. You have a million dollars, and after seven years of getting 10% on that money every single year, Okay, you're making money off of it. You're going to double it after seven years. So you double your money every seven years for 42 years. You get 64 times your original money. So you got a million dollars. You can end up with $64 million by the time you retire. Nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds very nice, doesn't it? I, I think it's interesting sounds awesome. that that you know a player, and I know that that there has been sort of a, a movement inside the NFL with the players of of teaching them about finance because these are young guys and, and they have more money yes. than you know most of us ever see in a lifetime.
1: No god no question about it. No question about it. And that is that is something I mentioned to you uh privately Steve, that I I actually looked into it a long time ago. Gosh, maybe it might have been 20 years ago yeah. that I looked into to to becoming an advisor because you have to be an approved advisor. You have to they they go through a review. The NFL players association um you know has has really stepped up their game in 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 helping the players to understand not to, and I don't know if everyone knows, but they give them coaching, they give them lessons. There are all kinds of people that are helping them out. Like for instance, how to do a press conference, right? right. What do you say when you do, what do you say when you do in a press conference? Right. And, and, and they coach them through all these things. And obviously these people are very coachable. They're professional athletes. And, and a lot of times financial advisors will call themselves a financial coach. And, and so I think the NFL has done a good job because a lot of these guys, you know, they're young. They don't, a lot of them grew up in a situation where they did not have any money. Right. And now all of a sudden you're throwing millions of dollars at them. It's a ripe opportunity for the criminals and the crooks and the dirtbags to come out of the woodwork and and hit them up for money, borrow money or convince them that, you know, you've got a great idea that they're going to make a fortune on and, you know, to try to swindle them out of money. And unfortunately a lot of players have gone broke, trusting the wrong people. You know, so I'm really glad that there's a lot better education program going on and they're, and they're teaching them how to handle money. Um, and in fact, uh, quite a few of the former football players have actually gone into the financial advice business, Sure, which I think is a smart move because they probably know a lot of guys that that can be clients. So, so hopefully they will help them, but hopefully they'll also point out that that 10% a year return, that is not an easy thing to achieve. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right. Right. And so as Carl Nassib was saying, Hey, 10%, you're going to double your money for seven years. That's true. That's the old rule of 72. So if it's 10 years, 7.2, you know, 7.10%, 7.2 years. You know, if you're making 9%, it'll take you roughly eight years to to double your money. But the thing is, guys, unless you're getting a guaranteed fixed rate of return, it's not going to happen in the stock market, okay? You're not going to get consistent every year, year in and year out, 10% returns. Because we've all seen 20, just think, to last year, right? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people forget that on any year, any year, the market can drop 25 or 30%, just like in any year, it can jump 25 or 30%. So that's why you want to be so careful as you're getting close to retirement. Um, but he's but he's right. Especially if you are a young person, by all means put money in the stock market. Just start off with the SP index fund. Buy it every month, good or bad, up or down, buy it every month. Keep on doing that. If you start doing that in your 20s, you're gonna be you're gonna have millions probably by the time you retire. And but it's key that you have a long-term, okay? Long time horizon. And so I think that. I think it's good that these players are doing that, but don't don't necessarily count on having ten percent every year, though. Yeah, well, exactly.
2: Well, you know, I mean, we've read the stories of of these players that, like you said, have been taken advantage of, and and yeah. uh, some just making stupid uh, mistakes, stupid decisions about they, money.
1: They 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 do, and I got to tell you that there's it, it's really uplifting and it's inspiring to me when I see some of these guys, like like I mentioned the quarterback series, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, right. He is an impressive guy, man. Yeah, I Not, agree. And not just athletically. I mean, obviously he's incredible. No, incredible. yeah, he's a good
2: guy. He's a good person.
1: He's a good person. And you follow him in the story and you see what he's done. And I got to say, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. If for nothing else, just to look at his house. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, this is the first house that I've ever seen that has a full size football field in his backyard okay.
0: <laughs> That's and fantastic. a
1: full size, a full size basketball court inside of his house. <laughs> Okay. You know, you know if you can do it, do it. <laughs> hey, if you can do it, do it. And I guess if you're making fifty million a year, you can definitely afford it. I so, guess so. And I'm um, guessing that he's got a good advisor on his team. Yes, yes. For, he for he for sure does. You know. Well, I'm hey, I'm definitely available if he'd like to talk. Yeah, you know, sure. But but I it it appears as though he was. I think he was raised. I think his parents did a fantastic job raising him, and and he's got a great head on his shoulders. And he's accomplished more in his short. And he, he's accomplished in his career what took, uh, I think, Peyton Manning like eighteen years or something. Yeah. Um, I think he. I think he did it in five or six. You know, with the MVPs and all this stuff, winning two Super Bowls. Just that. So, yeah. so. Yeah, there's just there's that. <laughs> so anyway, it's it's uh, there's a lot of good analogies out there, guys. And I hope you I hope you enjoyed the football comparison today. I do think there's a lot of lessons that apply to both football and to finance and investing and planning your retirement. So I hope you found this useful, and uh, hope you find it a little bit fun as well.
2: Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from
0: sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. market can do to your retirement portfolio? For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise and create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again. That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.